Welcome to Sprinkle of Hope podcast with your host, Jason. We are so excited about having our guest today on with us, Lee Liston. If you don't know Lee, you will soon get to know him, but he, you know, he shares some, some kind of deep stuff about himself and, and, uh, you know, a little bit about him and, and kind of what he stands for and really gives some good nuggets. So listen in. He really is a, an actor. Uh, that's what his passion is. Um, he also brings up a little bit of the musician side of him and other things, but he really shares some great insight on how we can be ourselves and that is enough. So let's listen in. We listen. Welcome to the Sprinkled with Hope podcast. Welcome to Sprinkle with Hope podcast with your host, Jason. We are so excited to have Lee Liston with us today. Lee, thank you so much for joining our show today. We appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm really excited. I love I love interviews. I love talking. So it's kind of a perfect little scenario. Yeah, that's awesome. We like talking too. So <laughs> works great for the both of us. So Lee, if you wouldn't mind introducing yourself to, to our listeners that maybe don't know you or aren't familiar with your work, if, if you could just kind of give a little brief history synopsis and what, what, uh, who Lee is and what you got going on. Sure. So um, my name is Lee Liston. Um, I'm originally from West Valley, Utah. That's where I grew up. I went to Cypress High School. Um, I, um, well, I went to Brock Bank Junior High, well, Lakeridge Elementary, Brock Bank Junior High, and then I went to Cypress High School. And after graduating, um, went on a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, served in the Philipp Philippines Tagalog speaking, um, came home, uh, started, you know, at that, that point, you know, your, your life is your own. So you're figuring out who you are. And at that point, um, some people on my mission and things like that had talked to me about, you know, being an actor and, and, and thinking that I should pursue that. And and then I met a director named Barrett Bergen who happened to be serving in my YSA ward. And I, that, that, that just said, he has been my friend since for six or seven years. And he was like, you should be an actor. And we've been friends. So I've been pursuing acting, fitness, and just um, music, but just overall entertainment and, and uh, just doing the best I can for the world. That's awesome. awesome. So you, you consider yourself an actor, right? <laughs> yes i do and, and what kind of movies are you have you been in what what interests have you been um well it it, it was kind of a, a a weird thing it was um because i i worked uh, at wells fargo um for quite some time and when i was working there i was working there and then my schedule could change week to week so i could say hey this is when i have an acting gig this is when i have an acting gig and i was just kind of taking whatever came without a real focus <laughs> but it was something that was providing income and providing, you know, fulfillment. So I was jumping into it. Um, and yeah. And, and so it kind of became that, that, that thing where I've evolved into running it as a business and making a full active thing. I'm going to be fully honest. I like the question came. And then like, as I was giving you the answer, the question went away and I was like, am I even answering the question? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all good you did answer the question so. yeah we <laughs> Oof. good so, i'm glad yeah Excellent. besides acting is there anything else that you're involved in right now um 
I um, I'm involved in quite a few things um, in in the sense of I'm working. Um, I mean, working with is kind of like subjective, but like I'm working with Gymshark right now. I've done a video with them previously. They're an athletic clothing brand and they're designing clothes for me. Uh -huh. um, and so I'll be the first individual that they've ever designed clothes with like custom clothes for essentially. Um, and I'm currently working with, um, let's see, as far as I can go, like I do a lot of fit, like I'm trying to get back into fitness. It used to be bodybuilding. Now it's more into like heart health and longevity and, and, and things like that. And then I have a lot of music. I mean, well, a lot of music, like I have five, like four or five songs that I've never released before that are fully mixed and mastered and, and things. So I just have a lot of things in the pipeline, but acting is my primary focus. Okay. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what, uh, what kind of challenges have you faced in life? Uh, you know, I mean, I know that, uh, you know, you've, you're kind of going on this mission and you're, you know, acting and stuff. So what kind of challenges have you faced and, and how did you kind of work through those challenges to, to be the man you are today? Yeah, I, I think that's a pretty encompassing thing. I think we're all built out of the challenges that we overcome or don't, you know, in a right. very, very real way. Um, I, I think, though, where are you looking specifically? Like with my dwarfism, being a member of the church or um, as an actor, like what was specifically? Well, you know, I mean, you know, we have a brother that's, uh, you know, that's also a, a little person. And, and so... Um, you know, we know what challenges he's faced. And, and so have you, have you faced similar challenges in that? And how, how has that kind of evolved you into the person you are? Well, um, I mean, with, with, with your brother um, having um, dwarfism, I, I think it really reflects on is you can probably resonate with is you're kind of a celebrity, even if you don't want to be. Right. Um, you go into a store, people notice you, they're staring. Um, parents don't know how to address it. Um, you know, and, and, and there's a lot of, you know, you may have other insecurities on top of that, that, and, and that just kind of amplifies those. And, and I think it's kind of been managing my own personal, like self-esteem, but also while managing how I respond to those things. Right. Like, right. When I was a kid, I read the seven habits of highly effective teens. Like it was for kids by like Stephen uh, Covey's son. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but um, he wrote in there, you know, there's a soda bottle. We're either reactive or we're proactive, you know, in, in our approach. And I've worked very, very hard to get to a point in my life where I can be proactive. When I, when I know that, you know, I can smile and wave. I, I can show that I'm a human. I can show the parents I'm a human and that I, I know that it's there and it doesn't have to be this thing that they have to be ashamed of because a child is simply just discovering, you know, someone right. who is different than them. Yeah. I love that answer. And, and, uh, you know, and, and the world is better because of people like you in it. And so I, I appreciate, you know, I appreciate you and, and, and bringing these up because they, you know, they, they could be difficult topics to discuss I know, you know, my brother's gone through some, some pretty difficult things with self-esteem and self-worth and other things like that because of being a little person. And so I appreciate, you know, who you are and kind of what you guys stand for. I, I love, um, I, you know, I've interacted with you guys since I was a kid, you know, when my brother was little, we would go to little people parties and, and so I love, you know, being around 
um, just great spirits like yourself. And so I, I appreciate you and, and kind of who you are and what you stand for. Thank you very much. It's very cool. That's awesome. So what, what do you have going on that you're most excited about what you're, what you're looking forward to? I, I think, um, overall, I mean, man, uh, I mean, this is all tentative and things like that, but I think the, the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is, um, multiple things. Number one is, you know, growing my acting career, right? Like they run it like a business and, um, you maintain that humility, knowing that you're running this whole thing and knowing what you're doing it for. It's not for yourself, even though it is a very vain career, you know, in, in, in itself. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about that. I'm trying to get on a couple big, big projects. Um, I, I don't want to announce quite yet, yeah, but sure. very, very big and would be very big, very big breaks in, in my career. But obviously like if it's not, this will be something else. Um, and then my goal is um, if things pan out, which, you, you know, Jim Shark, and, and this is all on them. This isn't an expectation. This would just simply be um, something kind of amazing in itself is uh, getting, um, you know, clothing for little people, um, building, you know, making niche clothing and custom clothing and, 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 and making a process where, you know, athletic, you know, good looking athletic gym, you know, gym wear or athletic clothing can be worn by anybody especially with dwarfism and that happens to be my my condition so that's kind of who i speak for sure you know, in in that sense so and i want to build programs for little people with dwarfism not necessarily there's a lot of little people you'll, you'll find if you start researching that they they're extreme they're either really really overweight or they're like extremely buff and they're into bodybuilding and 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 there's no middle ground of just health Mm. Um, and, and I, I'm more worried about the, um, dwarfism as a whole than I am about being the world's, you know, biggest bodybuilder with dwarfism or, yeah. you know, losing my weight, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, I, uh, I have a couple of questions for you, but what was the best gift you've ever received and why? I, um, you know, I really wanted to think about that. Yeah, I, please I do. It, I think, you know, cause that's a really question that you don't want to take lightly, but I think that was, um, my friend Barrett, um, that, that I believe Heavenly Father gave to me. I have had so many ups and downs, you know, this, this is a lot of energy to take in, to be working and have all this pressure and, 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 and you know, and, and, and work with it in, in the right way and, 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 and feel not. And, and you can feel overwhelmed in, in the process. And my friend Barrett has been my friend, you know, through all these things, through the, the best, through the worst, through the, you know, ups and downs. And, and I, I just think it's like, man, and, and I started, you know, and I don't know if you, either of you remember the church, um, but, you know, I started, you know, I do a lot of routines. I do morning routines, night routines. And he was like, why don't you just make the Book of Mormon like part of your routine? And, and I've read it every night and I read over it with my, um, like I listen to the audio and I follow along, you know, just so I really, really take it nice and slow. I'm not rushing it. I'm just enjoying the process. And it, it's just, it, it's been something in your life where you have somebody that supports you literally through thick and thin as a friend and as a brother, both career-wise, spirituality-wise, and just on all fronts. That's, I think that could be one of my answers there. 
I, I think that's incredible that you were asked a question, what's the best gift that you were given and you immediately turned to someone in your life. That to me is what life is about. It's about lifting each other up, being there for each other, good, bad, whatever it is that we're there for each other. I, I commend you for uh, bringing that up. I, I think that's such a great thing um, to focus on the people in your life instead of the things. The things are going to go away eventually, but it's the people and those relationships that we have that won't ever go away. Um, that That's really awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So uh, Shane, I don't know if you have another question, but, uh, you know, I, I heard this question the other day on a, on a, a different podcast and, and, it, you know, we, we've often heard the question, you know, what we would do if we, if we knew we couldn't fail. I kind of want to flip that on its head and say, if you knew you were going to fail, what would you do? <laughs> if I knew I was going to fail, what would I do? Because I think while you're thinking about it, just, you know, I think oftentimes we, you know, that's what makes us who we are. If we're going to go after something and we knew we were going to fail at it, that's where we know our heart is, right? Because if you knew you were going to fail at it and you're going to do it anyway, that's where, that's where that human element is. And I think that's where we, you know, kind of reside. Our heart resides is in that thing that because fail is the stepping stone to success. We, you know, we should know that, or, or we, hopefully we know that, but if we, so if we're focused on that thing, I think that's, you know, that thing that you're going to fail at, would, what would you do? Cause that's kind of where I think your, your uh, decisions lie. I know it's probably a difficult question to answer, <laughs> but I, you know, I like to flip things on its head sometimes and just think about it in a different way. Yeah. Um, you, you know, it, it, as hard as it is in this day and age, um, with access to so much, yet sometimes getting so little, um, ironically, I, I think it, it, it's kind of um, relationships, pursuing relationships and vulnerability, because, you know, r relationships are going to fail. I had a, you know, and I won't say her name, you know, just because, like, I'm not, I'm not about sure. but I had an ex-girlfriend that we would go on dates sometimes and I would go to pay for it. And she goes, no, no, it's okay. I'll pay, you know, like for myself. And, you know, we were dating at the time. So I was, you know, it was a little odd. Like I was like, okay, well I asked you to do this and that. And I remember like talking to her about it and I was like, well, why, why do you never like let me pay? Like, I mean, you know, it's like 10 bucks. Like that's not breaking the bank. And well, hopefully not breaking the bank. Yeah. <laughs> um, but by any means, but it was just like, well, if this fails, I don't, I don't want to feel guilty that, that you paid for things. And I remember like hearing that and just like, you know, you, you know and having so little faith in, in a relationship or relationships in general, or having some kind of something happen that brought you to think that way, you know, it, you know, money is money, but like that, that became very symbolic. So I, I think, but you know, and that relationship did fail. Um, mm. over time. and and I think the biggest thing is like you, you want to fail so you you get the nuggets when you're when you're winning and you're showboating when you when you've got the touchdown and you're you're kind of running around and you know taunting everybody like you're not learning anything in that process. There is no mm. learning. You are you are at the top. You can, 
for a brief moment, we all have moments when we're doing really good and we know everything in those moments. And then when we fail, we know nothing in those moments. And, and so I just think really where the most value comes. I, I don't know if that answers your question, but that's kind of what I'm thinking. Absolutely. I, I, I like that answer because I think it, you know, I agree relationships are, you know, a situation where it could fail and often sometimes does, uh, you know, I've had failed relationships with friends or whatever. Right. Um, so I, I do, I, I do like your answer. I think it fits well um, with kind of how I was looking, but yeah, I mean, I wasn't looking at anything specific. I just wanted to kind of flip that on its head and, and just see what, see what we get. So Lee, we, we have um, some questions that we call the, the double, double down dose. So the first question I'm going to ask you is what, how would you define hope? That, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking a lot about that because, you know, we're, we're in pretty tumultuous times. There's a lot of friction. There's a lot of, you know, it's, it's been going on, you know, all the way since March, but, but seriously, and yeah, the intensity has gone up, but it's really been this way for quite some time, even before COVID and the election and, and all that jazz, there's always been this never ending friction. And I think is, this is going to sound so cheesy. <laughs> it may, or it may not, but I'm just like prepping you, but I think you have to kind of become hope um, because there's a, if you've ever seen Harry Potter in the third film, it's called the prisoner of Azkaban. And at that time, Harry is fighting Dementors and he's out there, he's fighting, he's getting overwhelmed. And there's this Patronus that comes out of nowhere and saves him from all these Dementors. Now he believes at the time that it's his dad, they, they, it's his dad that's saving him. The Patronus resembles his dad. And, and he was like, whoa, this is awesome. Then later on in um, the film, they have to go back in time, use the time turner and change some things. And he in turn is, you know, sees himself getting attacked by the Dementors and is waiting for his dad to show up and save him. But he doesn't. But then he realizes, he goes, okay, well, I have to be the one to do this then, I guess. Thus realizing that it was him all along sent the Patronus to save him from the Dementors. I think a lot of times we, 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 we put too much hope on things. We lean it on hope on an out. We, we lean on outcomes too much. We lean on the outcomes. Of the, we, we're not adaptable. Um, we lean out the outcome of the election. We lean on the outcome of, you know, of our life, of what we make. And we lean on so many outcomes that we never truly fully like understand that hope is being adaptable and 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 and, 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 and building that within yourself not not being a, a fake optimist or you know being like it'll all work out but like being like what can i do today in my own world you know that's awesome yeah i love that answer that that really is awesome uh you know i think we definitely haven't gotten that response from anybody we've asked that so i i really appreciate that that answer and so the second part of that double down dose that we ask is how would you define love or what is love to you what does that mean well um it i i think it is you know love is like literally the most complicated word and it is 
a verb. It is a noun. It is literally, you know, divine so much. And I think when I look at, when I think of love, you know, right. And, and I don't know, you know, and you don't necessarily have to be religious, but I believe in this. And it's this, it's a sense of like selfless energy. It's mm-hmm. not, um, it, 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 like love, love is like felt the most when, when we're giving our energy to other people, we're giving our time to other people, when we're giving some form of sacrifice to other people, we're taking care of ourselves and that's self-love, right? Like we're, we're taking care of our needs, we're taking care of our, you know, we're eating, we're sleeping and we're doing everything right. But, but, but there's always love, you're giving it where it's needed and not where it's wanted. You know, I can sit here and want love um, and expect love or be entitled to love, but it's not something that merely just you know, comes, comes your way because you want it. And, you know, and, and there's a lot of gratitude we have. And if you have gratitude, you can kind of really see where all the love is coming from. But overall, I just think it's, it's built on selflessness overall. Yeah, that's, that's a great uh, definition. I I agree with you. I think love is hard to define. And, you know, I was, I was uh, listening to somebody else talk about love and, and, they had done this or looked up this study on the heart and the heart beat or gives off. I can't even remember. It was like three or 4 million times more energy than the brain does. Oh, wow. And so it, I mean, if when I was thinking about that and thinking about love, I think that's why it's so hard to define because it's so much when we give love or receive love, we're giving so much energy to the to the other person and that's why it hurts sometimes right that's why i love you know it does hurt uh yeah. when, when we have a failed relationship or whatever and i think it's because we're giving so much energy um i can't remember it's like three or four or five million times more than than energy than the brain which is amazing um oh, that's crazy so, anyway it just made me think of that if i can can, can i ask yeah you please this is, you know, on, on, on the aspect of love is, you know, this is kind of deep and you, you don't have to share it. Um, and, you know, and I can share mine too, but like, uh, what are your love languages? <laughs> I, I, I love that because I, you know, I think for me, and we've done this in, you know, in my family or whatever, seeing where my kids, you know, what their love language is. But, um, you know, for me, it's, it's quality time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, you know, one of, one of my love languages is, uh, quality time. And I think that's because I like to be around those that I love and, um, and share that love with them. And then physical touch is the other one. I, I love to hug and kiss and whatever high five. If that's, you know, if it's somebody that I love, but it, you know, we're not going to be <laughs> affectionate in that way or whatever, but uh, so I appreciate you you asking us that question and yeah and, to me uh, mine is the yeah. is the same it's quality time I value my time with my family with my friends with those I really care about and that truly is how I feel love and appreciation for those people who I'm with um, it it certainly comes down to time yeah uh, what are what are yours Lee if you wouldn't mind sharing yeah no um. I think, uh, you, you know, it, sometimes it'll change, but, but I mean, I think I would have to say quality time, you know, as well, just 
you know, because generally it, it just being connected with and 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 obviously physical touch because that's where intimacy comes in, right? right. There, you know, there, there there's lust and then there's intimacy and then there's you know where love and lust are two different things and and love and intimacy are so awesome versus love and lust, you know, and yeah, and so those those kind of those kind of same things. So I, I think that's kind of like when you me generally like to do stuff like this and converse and and be like that that generally falls into that and which kind of like just highlights what i was feeling where it's like you know that if, if you really know someone's love language you, you kind of know how to speak to them and 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 understand that they um that they do have a language you know we all speak different languages and so it's kind of cool yeah yeah that's great that's a good question we don't typically get asked questions so no, it's I'm... good to get a question from our guest so before we let you go lee we've really enjoyed this discussion how do you want our listeners to contact you? What are some ways they can get a hold of you? Well, not at 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, if they want to contact me, I think the best way is either um, through Instagram, send me a DM at Lee underscore Liston on Instagram. Send me an email. If it's a business inquiry, send it to bookings at Lee, bookings at LeeListon.com. Or um, Lee, or my personal email is leeRGListon at gmail.com. Um, I'm really good. I check my email, you know, because I'm always submitting for acting. So I'm checking if I booked something or if I booked an audition, you know. So email um, is generally what I'm checking the most, especially with people I don't know very well. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And your website is leeListon.com, right? Correct. Okay. Awesome. So, Lee, before we leave, is there any question that we haven't asked that you'd like to either share with us that, uh, you know, something that we haven't asked that you'd like to share or or any last thoughts that you have? Um, I think the the last one I can just just a, 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 a final thought um, regarding dwarfism is is um, as much as it becomes an identifying thing like separate yourself from it don't don't make it all you are you know it's like if what i am is what i have and what i have is lost and who am i if i lost my dwarfism i'd still be lee and right. in, in, on the very same front you know it, it's like people aren't getting to know you yet like they, they don't know who you are just by looking at you and but but if you wave and smile that gives them a chance to get to know you and even more so like hey what's your name there bud and, and, you know, and saying things to kids, interact, don't be afraid to interact with kids. If, you know, for any of your listeners that have dwarfism and, 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 uh, but, and, and focus on self-improvement more than anything in the world. Um, build routines into your life. Like I said, do a morning and a night and just, just build structure, but also have unlimited creativity. So that's all I have for you. That's awesome. Oh, that is awesome. Uh, you know, we, me and Shane have talked about this before, but identity is a huge part of us like right what what we identify with that's what we are and so you know I, I like that you're you know you said who is lee you're lee liston you're not this other thing you, that this is who you are it's your spirit your you know what is in inside of you right that that really is uh what really matters and so thank you lee for for being you and who you are and I, I just have really appreciated this chance to, to get to talk to you and get to know you a little bit better and, and hope that we can have some future interactions together at some point. But thank you again for coming on our show. We really appreciate it. 
No problem. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you so much. We will put all of our energy towards you getting those big gigs. Yes. <laughs> thank you. It's, uh, it's all, um, there will always be next steps, though. So yep. I'm trying to give back to you with what I've been blessed with, but, but I have to get the break to do that. So I appreciate that. This is Sprinkled with Hope. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend. If you like our podcast, please give us a review or rating.